I'm Jamelin Steffen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 31, Relationships Are All in Your Head. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelin Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. I want to talk about relationships, more specifically, that relationships are in our head. Now, before you turn this off, just give me a chance to explain. How we define our relationship with somebody is really just our thoughts about them. So we have some relationships that have legal definitions, a husband and a wife, a mother and a son, an employer and an employee. These are legally defined. But when we're talking about the state or status of our relationship with someone else, we're just sharing our thoughts about them. So here's some examples. Maybe you look at someone else's marriage and say, I couldn't be married to that guy. But the wife of that man might not feel that way at all. She may feel like she won the lottery with her husband. And it's not because of who the husband is or what he does or doesn't do. It's simply because of what she thinks about him. And the only reason you couldn't be married to him is because of what you think about him. Because his actions, the way that he is, is just a circumstance. And then you get to choose your thoughts about him. Here's another example. I remember when my husband and I were raising our older girls through the teenage years, we both had very different thoughts about their behavior and the way that they were, and therefore we had different relationships with them. Even though our girls were consistently themselves, we thought about them differently at times because of what we made their behavior mean. Maybe you have a movie star or a musician that you really love, and you just know all the facts about this person. You follow them on social media, you read every news story, you've read books about them. You have a relationship with that person, even though they don't know you. Because of what you think about them, you have a relationship with them. And I guarantee that there are people in the world who don't like your beloved star at all because of what they think about them. There may be some of you who listen to my podcast that I haven't met yet, but you have a relationship with me. And in a way, I have one with you because I try to imagine you and what you need to hear. And I try to put a lot of love into my podcast because I feel love for anyone who reaches out to me for help. And that's just because of the thoughts that I have about you. And you have thoughts about me that create a relationship for you with me. Again, the circumstances don't determine how you feel about your relationship. You can take a married couple and the wife might say she feels totally connected to her husband, but the husband might say, I don't feel connected at all. Or one person might say that their coworker is a good friend, but the coworker might say that, oh no, we're just casual acquaintances. So there's no right way to see your relationship. Just because your husband doesn't feel as connected to you as you do to him, doesn't mean you have to drop your thought that you're connected. Or just because someone thinks you are their best friend doesn't mean you don't have to decide to feel the same way. 
You get to define your relationships and you can let everyone choose for themselves what they want to think. Of course, it can feel really great when you're in a relationship with somebody who shares mutual feelings with you about you, but it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to have mutual feelings to have a good relationship with somebody. You both don't have to think the same thing to have a good relationship. Now, here's why I want to make this so clear to you. Because when you realize that relationships are all just what you think about another person, it's some of the best news you're ever going to get. What you think about someone is completely your choice and completely in your power. And you can change your mind at any time which means other people don't have to behave in a certain way for you to decide that you love them or like them or feel connected to them. You can just choose it. And if you have someone you feel like you have been struggling to love because of how they behave, guess what? You could change your mind today. Now, this has been life-changing for me, relationship-changing for me since I learned about this. And I'm going to give you a couple examples of why this changed so much for me. I remember being introduced to Jodi Moore about five years ago. Now, if you don't know Jodi Moore, look her up, find her. She's a fantastic life coach. She has an awesome program. She's got a great podcast. You want to follow her. She's amazing. Anyways, I remember being introduced to Jodi Moore and she was talking about this idea of relationships being in your head and you just getting to decide what you thought about somebody else. And she gave this example. At the time she shared this, She had young children, but she said, I've decided that no matter who marries into my family, I am going to love them. No matter who my son or my daughter marries, I have already decided that I will love them. Now, this idea had never crossed my mind. I thought your child gets married to somebody and you get to kind of see how they are and what you think of them. And that's going to determine what your relationship with them is. I had no idea that I could just choose ahead of time what I was going to think and feel about somebody marrying into my family. Well, I loved the idea so much. And so I just decided that's going to be me. I'm just going to love whoever marries into this family. And since then, my oldest daughter is married and we have an awesome son-in-law. And guess what? I just love him. Now, he is not difficult to love, which is awesome, but it was never going to matter because I decided from the start that I was just going to love him. And it has been so wonderful. And I also feel like it is a gift that I give to my daughter to love her husband. Another thing that's been so impactful for me from learning that relationships are in our heads is an experience that I've shared on the podcast before where I went to a woman at church and invited her to an activity at my home. And she was so offended. She felt like I had overstepped. She was offended by what I said. And thankfully, because I understand that her thoughts about me are just her thoughts. They're not a truth about me. It's just the way that she sees our relationship And I don't have to believe that myself. And I don't ever have to believe what anybody else believes about me or or their relationship with me. I get to just choose to love this woman or anybody else no matter what. And that was such a great realization. Now, just because you decide to love someone or feel connected to someone 
doesn't mean that you now have to let them treat you terribly or ignore all their bad behavior or agree with every opinion they express. It's not about choosing to fold yourself into them and accept everything they do as perfection. It's simply choosing to love them with their human flaws and always redirecting your brain back to love, even if it means you have to have some tough conversations. I think most marriages progress and grow with the help of some frank, honest conversations. But just because my husband calls me out for something doesn't mean he doesn't love me. Because at times, it's the most loving thing he could do for me. I mean, at other times, it's super bothersome. But it doesn't mean he doesn't love me if he's willing to say the true thing. Because always, at the end of the day, he genuinely seems to choose love for me, even if we've had to work through some issues together. So, if relationships are in your head, what about your relationship with yourself? It's the same thing. It's just what you think about yourself and you get to choose what you think. So if you feel like you don't love yourself, just know it's not actually a reflection of how lovable you are. It simply means that you are not making the choice to love yourself, period. The only way to have an awesome relationship with yourself is to commit yourself to thinking good thoughts about you. Now, I do not pretend that this is easy work, especially if you are in the habit of choosing to be very critical of yourself and unkind to yourself. And I'm also not saying that we need to swing the pendulum from I'm the worst in the world to there's no one greater in the world than me. I mean, you can if you want, but most of us are going to find that's a really hard sell for our brains to swing way far to the other side. If you feel like your relationship with yourself is lacking or isn't as loving as you are sure it could be, I want you to consider that this is your first relationship you need to work on. This has to be the priority. I've said this before, but when Jesus gave us the second great commandment to love others as ourselves, he was serious and he taught us a simple truth. We are capable of loving ourselves and we are worthy of being loved by ourselves. And P.S. It seems that it is a commandment to love ourselves. I also believe that our capacity to love others is directly impacted by our capacity to love ourselves. I know it can seem so much easier to love others, but because it's easier, it doesn't really stretch us to our greatest love ability or our ability to love. So even though we may love others better than we love ourselves, we are still living beneath our potential for love. There's often still so much judgment of others and way less acceptance than you could give. And here is why. When you genuinely learn to accept yourself just as you are, with love and with compassion, that is next level. It requires so much more from us to learn to love ourselves because we know ourselves and we know our flaws. It's a huge deal for us to learn how to love and accept ourselves with all of our flaws and weaknesses. If we can even begin to accept ourselves, just even start, we will find that our ability to love others will increase so much. It will be much easier for us to have compassion for the weaknesses of others and so much more acceptance of their human condition because we will have had to do that work for ourselves. And that is no joke for some of us. It is a completely new skill to learn to accept and love yourself if you've never really done it before. So trust me when I say, Your ability to love others will be directly impacted by your ability to love yourself. 
It's so amazing to feel your love expand for people you already felt like you loved so much and so well. And it feels so good to expand your love to include yourself after years of withholding that love from you. Now, I feel like there was a time when society really didn't support the idea of self-love. It was viewed as very selfish and arrogant and definitely the slippery slope to becoming a prideful snob that no one liked. Now I feel like society in some cases has swung to the far side of the spectrum beyond self-love to a little bit of almost self-worship and encouraging us to view ourselves as completely flawless and infallible. And if anyone has a problem with us, that's on them because I get to be me no matter who I step on or hurt or, you know, because that's being authentic and loving of myself. What I'm suggesting when I talk about self-love is not arrogance or pride. The truth is, we don't even need to take credit for our amazingness because we didn't create us. God did. And God wants us to be loving to all his children, including ourselves. And I think he's happy when we acknowledge the wonder and awesomeness of any of his creations, even ourselves. It is so easy to acknowledge the amazingness of the earth he created, but we completely slight his crowning creation, the humans or us. So make a decision today, choose today to start to think different thoughts about yourself, kinder, loving, accepting thoughts. Now, for some of you, you have been in the habit of being so critical of yourself that you can't even imagine talking kindly to yourself because you don't even know what you would possibly say that would feel even remotely true to you. If this is you, this is where I suggest you begin then. If you can't be completely kind and loving yet, at least stop being mean. If you can't look in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful, at least stop criticizing every flaw you think you see. If you can't forgive yourself for how you talked to your child the other day, at least stop beating yourself up about it. Take on the mantra, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. If you wouldn't say it to your best friend, don't say it to yourself. This is the first step in showing respect to yourself as a daughter of deity. Just the shift from so much negative talk will change your relationship with yourself and it will change your relationship with others. If you do not permit yourself to call yourself fat, you most likely won't call other people that as well, even in your head. I promise the mean thoughts you have about yourself may be habitual and well-practiced, but they are not impossible to stop. Just like you don't allow your kids to say certain words to other people, like we don't call people stupid, those kind of things, you can make that rule for yourself. Stop letting your unmanaged mind be the boss. Get bossy with your brain and tell it, we don't talk like that to us anymore, and hold yourself to it. This will show you that you want to have a better relationship with yourself because what you think about yourself shows up in how you treat yourself. Once you get so that you can stop talking unkindly to you, then I want you to work on saying kind things to yourself. They may not feel completely true right away, but remember, it's all just a choice. You get to choose to believe that just maybe it's true about you, that you are a good person, that you are helpful, that you are capable, that you are pretty, that you are strong. The whole idea is to start opening your mind to how great you really are. And you can go back to my episode about appreciating you and do the hundred things I appreciate about me exercise if that would help. You can also start to show yourself acceptance and compassion. 
This can be tricky, but it's huge in bettering your relationship with yourself. I used to think that my best days all had to look the same. Every day I had to be as productive as the previous day or I was a failure. I had no compassion for the fact that some days I wasn't well, or some days I was interrupted to take a forgotten backpack to the school, or some days I was functioning on way less sleep, or some days I just wasn't as motivated. Once I started to accept that I was a human, not a robot, I could start to look in the mirror and say, you're doing great, girl, or what do you need, sister? I started to be able to look at what was real about my life, like what I was really capable of, or who my children were and what their temperaments were like, what my husband was capable of contributing with his busy schedule, and what other demands and pressures I had on my plate. And then I was able to be way more accepting of myself and my situation. Now again, like just about everything I preach about on here, I am not perfect at this yet. I am not perfectly kind to myself. I don't perfectly choose to love others as they are. And I catch myself being judgmental. But I'm working on it. And I'm far enough along the journey to be able to tell you it's a path I think you'd like to follow me down. I love you all. I really, really do. I just love people so much until sometimes I don't because I'm not perfectly loving. But overall, I love you. I want you to know that you are perfectly lovable just because you are a human here on the earth and God said so. And I want you to know that you have the ability to love so much. Remember, your relationship with yourself and with others is all in your head. It's all what you think. And that is the best news ever because you get to choose it. If you feel like this is a struggle for you, if you feel like loving others, showing up in relationships like you want to be without being at the effect of how they act, if you feel like it's hard for you to look at yourself and have loving thoughts, please come and visit with me. Come to one of my free 25-minute sessions and let's talk about this and let me give you something concrete to leave that session with that will help you in your life to do better and to be the person you want to be. That is what I want to do. I just want to help as many people as possible reach the potential that they have for themselves. I hope you have a fantastic week. Be kind to you and others. Choose love. See you later. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.com.